That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical with Not Your Typical Fitness Lover, Caitlin Nolan. We're switching it up today because we have a guest on. Her name is Shauncey, and I can't wait to bring her on. You guys are going to be obsessed with this episode. I feel like it's so cool to talk about some of the topics that you guys already hear a lot on Not Your Typical, but bringing someone on, especially someone like Shauncey that I look up to so much and just really learn a lot from, it's going to be such a good episode. And I feel like it's definitely on a topic that a lot of us are super interested in, romanticizing your life what we can add into our life to enjoy it more. And I just felt like Shauncee had such a different outlook on some of the topics that I've talked about before. So it was so interesting to have her on. You guys are going to love this conversation. Just a reminder, if you guys don't follow Shauncee yet, you have to. I am going to link all of her social medias in the show notes and let's bring her on. Before we get started, I felt like it'd be best if you introduce yourself and if anyone listening has maybe never co- come across your page, you can just share maybe what your passions are, why you got started on social media and just anything you want to share about yourself. Well, my name is Shauncee Schroeder and I'm from kind of like a, it's not small, but it's like small in comparison to like other towns that are around me. So I feel like I always want to say that because I feel like there aren't a ton of like influencers or creators or whatever in like small-ish towns where there's like corn and cows everywhere. So that's pretty much where like my space is. And so that kind of is what started my creativity journey, I guess, and like what I share. Cause I talk about like loving yourself, but also loving where you are and like being like slow and just intentional about like the space you're in. And I feel like I don't think I would have learned that if I was in a space where there was like a lot to do. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of like where I live and, you know, what I talk about and share on like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and all things. I love that. And I love finding people where I can just go on their page and I just feel like they're always making me feel like I'm doing enough. Like that's what I think of when I think of your page is I go on your page and I'm not like, oh, I'm in this comparison mindset because you make it so real and you share so many parts of your life and like you obviously have the cutest aesthetic, but then you're also like, sometimes I don't want to be working on self-improvement and that's fine. And like, I just love that. So that's why I'm so excited for this episode. I feel like you have so many tips to share. So I can't wait to pick your brain. Thank you. It it feels weird. Like being 30, I feel so different than I was a couple years ago. And I don't think it is like me turning 30 that made me feel different. But I feel like just all these years of life, I've like, you know, tried really hard to like self-motivate or like, you know, read all these books or listen to all these podcasts and like be a different person or whatever and like now i feel like i'm really sitting in like who i am and so i i'm glad that translates through to like social media and everything else because 
I know I just want to like be myself and encourage other people to be themselves and not like put pressure on themselves to like be someone different or be someone new or whatever so you're just like hyping me up I love that thank you (laughs) I have to you deserve it I feel like we have like big sister energy because I'm 23 and I feel like even I'm going through that right now where I'm like wait what do I like and who am I and all these things but at the same time I feel like I do have a good understanding of myself but I'm also like there's more to learn and I feel like that's a lot of what you shared too um I wanted to start off with a little segment that I do all the time on my episodes, which is my obsession of the week. And sometimes I try to make it like not your typical, like something that is maybe new to your week or something that you just tried out. So do you have any obsessions that you can think of from last week? Yeah, so I'm a big reader, like, and I think I stopped reading for a while. And I think what got me back into reading was just like trying to be more slow and just like have hobbies that have nothing to do with being productive and just being and so I got back into reading and I really like romances and I really like thrillers and I read like a ton of that kind of stuff but recently I picked up a book that is kind of more like it's not fantasy but it's definitely a different like genre it's about it's called the midnight library and it's about this girl who I guess goes to a library and like she can read books and in the books like I guess she gets to like live out that scenario or something so I'm kind of getting into like a different type of genre and so that's been my obsession this week because I feel like I always thought I would be like a romance girly for life but now I'm like there's tons of other books to read so like maybe I'll start getting into other genres wait I love that I'm definitely a romance girl like all the books I've ever read is all romance mostly all Colleen Hoover which I'm sure everybody says that (laughs) but I feel like that inspired me. Maybe I should switch it up because I've never read a fantasy or the only other one would be like a self-improvement, but I'm actually not too, too into self-improvement. Like I'd rather watch or listen to a podcast, but maybe you got to share with me some of your favorites. Like after you read a few, (laughs) which one I should start with? No, my Um, God, I could talk about books all day long. So don't even get me started. (laughs) (laughs) No, same. Well, I'm like, we'll have to do a whole second episode just about books. Yes, 100%. Um, my not your typical obsession this week i don't know if you saw but i did like a cold plunge in the ocean yesterday and i've never done that like i'm such a baby with cold because i grew up in arizona it's so hot and my friend sydney was like we're doing it we're doing it i literally dipped in for 0.2 seconds so next time i'll stay in longer but it's my obsession because it actually felt really good to like start my day and i don't think i'd be like an ice bath girl but the ocean it's fun so have you ever done like any type of cold plunge no i've heard that it's like really good for like breathing and stuff so i admire you from afar and if you like keep doing it let me know because i've heard it's really great i just don't have like the guts to do it but that's incredible and in the ocean that had to be just like so that sounds like a movie almost like going in with your friend like i don't know that's cool the vibes are there no it actually felt like a movie morning and we also like got a coffee after and like went to a spin class i was like this is the perfect morning i couldn't do it every day but it was like really fun i love that um so i wanted to talk a lot about just like your self-love journey today and romanticizing your life those are the two things i always think of with your page so i wanted to get started on just like the bulk of the episode and ask you the first question which is going to be what sparked your self-love journey like is there any moment you can remember that made you want to start either talking about self-love or working on self-improvement anything like that yeah so i'm like super competitive i'm super driven like i've just always been someone who's been like super like 
you know, work hard, like wake up super early, like go to bed super late. Like, and I almost feel like I celebrated like my lack of sleep and my like uber productivity, like whatever the word would be for that. And I don't know, maybe mid twenties, late twenties, I was getting to a point where I was just like so burnt out where I feel like I was working so hard for this not unattainable goal. Cause like, obviously like, you know, getting to your career goals and stuff is attainable at some point. But I feel like if you're someone who's really driven, the goal just keeps like going higher and higher. And so I don't know, I was just seeing myself where I would reach a goal, but it just wasn't enough. And I would just keep pushing to the next thing and the next thing, and the next thing. And I never was really satisfied. And so I think that's really was what started like my mind to kind of be like, okay, maybe I need to like chill out and like slow down a bit. Um, and my self love journey, I think started more when my husband and I, we've been together for 11 years, I think like you kind of forget after a while how long it's been. <laughs> um, but we got together in college, our freshman year, we became friends and started dating our sophomore year. But I think this is in connection with what I said before, but whenever we started dating, I feel like I relied heavily on like his friendship and like him being in my life. And cause he's been with me for so long, it just, he's always there. Like I can always do stuff with them or whatever. Um, and he started a job, which now he owns his own insurance agency, which is incredible. But when you start a business, it takes like a lot of your life and time. So when that happened, I think I had a hard time with being by myself. And so I leaned even more into work and more into my career and then started getting even more burnt out. And so I had already been thinking like, hey, maybe you should chill out, but I almost didn't know like what else to do because I didn't really have a grasp on like who I was or like, I didn't really like being by myself. And so that's really what started like me to think maybe I should like dig into like who I am and start loving my time by myself, loving myself. Um, and I guess that's just where it really started to begin with. Yeah. I feel like that's so relatable too, especially if you are with somebody for a really long time. Like it's so hard not to get caught up in that. Even I've definitely struggled with that too. Like the honeymoon phase, you're just like, oh my gosh, I want to be with you every single second. And then if something does happen or you just get over the honeymoon phase and you start to have that time alone, it's like, wait, what should I do? Like, how do I even be alone? So is there any tip you could give to somebody that is kind of going through that where they're like, I want to be independent. I don't want to you know, change too many things all at once, but like, how should I get started? I think the biggest thing, and this is probably going to sound so weird, but like start like spending time by yourself, but like super intentional time. And I think when people used to be like, oh, like take a solo date. I'm like, okay, that's cool. You're like going to a restaurant and sitting by yourself. Like that sounds like a little weird, but I almost look at my solo time as like a date to myself. And like when you date other people, like partners or whatever, I feel like you learn more about them and I feel like it's the same way when you date yourself or like take yourself on a date you like learn what you like you learn what you don't like whenever you're sitting in silence with yourself I feel like you also start to think about things that you either need to work on or things that like you're not comfortable with and I don't know I feel like when I started and it really just started because it all just comes full circle but <laughs> I really like to read and so whenever I would like read, I would take it into a place that's like outside of my home. And then I would like read maybe by the water or read like in the park or something. 
And then oh I God. started really liking that so much that I started like taking my books other places. And now I'm comfortable where I'll go to a coffee shop and I like won't have a book and I'll like do something else. Um, so I feel like that is what really like is helpful if you're trying to learn how to like, I don't know, love yourself because you'll learn more about yourself by being by yourself, but it has to be super intentional, like an actual date almost. Really quick before we get into the actual bulk of the episode, I'm going to talk about the sponsor for today's episode, which is ZocDoc. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash typical T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patiently reviewed that take your insurance and are available when you need them. I'm the type of person who will kind of overthink things or if I see something on TikTok, I'll end up spiraling. I feel like I'm definitely not alone in that. I could spiral and just go through a rabbit hole. I just don't feel that way anymore because I know that I have ZocDoc and they also treat almost every single condition under the sun. You guys can go to ZocDoc.com typical and download the ZocDoc app for free. Once you download it, then you can find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available actually within 24 hours. That's spelled Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash typical t-y-p-i-c-a-l zocdoc.com slash typical thank you zocdoc for sponsoring today's podcast i think too it's so scary at the very beginning to be like oh i have to go in public alone or exactly what you said how a lot of people like go take themselves to dinner i feel like that's like fully jumping in and like even i feel like i do do a lot of things alone but that even scares me i don't really think i've ever gone out to dinner or anything by myself i've like wanted to bring a kindle or something and go but i do feel like that is scary so sometimes when a goal is not too big but like something that's too different it makes you put it off so like I love how you just said that you like will grab a book and go to a coffee shop, but you're intentional about it because I feel like that's kind of how I also started just spending more time alone. Like it doesn't even have to be this huge thing like you go make a picnic for yourself. It can be I'm going to go to the grocery store and like actually enjoy going through the aisles or I'm going to go to a workout class and then maybe go get myself coffee after. Yeah. And kind of like what you were saying, like with the grocery store thing, I didn't even think about that, but that's so true. Like going into a grocery store and just being like okay like i have to get in here i have to get out in 10 minutes i have to like grab this this and this versus like actually being like okay this is a little date to myself like how would i spend this time in the grocery store if i were dating like another person like i mean you can really make anything to it into a date with someone else um but i like how you mentioned the grocery store because it sounds so mundane i feel like that's something a lot of people do by themselves but i feel like you can really make anything into a date with yourself as long as you have the right intention behind it. And I, I don't know, I really like that. Yeah, it's almost like romanticizing just the things that you already kind of have to do, but it's like, let's just make it a date too. If I can kill two birds with one stone, let's do that. And that's another topic I wanna talk about with you, romanticizing your life. Cause even how you said, how you grew up in a smaller town and you might not have pushed yourself as hard to like really find those things that you genuinely love if you were in maybe a big city. Cause it, I think it is easy to, to just maybe hang out with friends, you know, just to fill up the time if it's all around you or whatever it is, like more restaurants. But if you feel like you are in a smaller town and you just have to kind of look for the things that you really love and romanticize your life, how do you feel like you have done that? Like, what would you say are your top tips for romanticizing your life? So just to give some perspective, so I grew up in a town of like 15,000 people, which is like five minutes from where I live now. It's like a suburb pretty much of where I live. 
where I live now has like 115,000 people, but it's mostly like farming community. So everyone's super spread out like over cornfields and stuff. Um, it's not like we have nothing here, but it's definitely like, I mean, no one's coming to visit this town. And my husband grew up in a town of 600 people. So small is relative. And I feel like I always say that because small town people have pride in their towns and someone will forever say like, well, my town is this size. So, you know, there's that aspect, but you know, if you live somewhere where you feel like there isn't enough, which I feel like most of us feel that way, even if you live in a huge city with 3 million people, sometimes it can feel like there just isn't enough to do or like there isn't anything to do. Uh, I feel like what's helped me to romanticize my life is kind of what we were talking about earlier, just being so like, so, so intentional about what I'm doing and like making it a moment. So like if you're grocery shopping or if you're, outside and you want to like enjoy nature or something like turning on a playlist or a podcast or like sitting on a blanket and like you know putting some snacks out or I don't know the things that I feel like we see in the movies like especially romances because I'm a huge like I don't know a huge like romance lover I feel like we see all these things in the movies and we're like okay this like can't be something that we actually like experience but i think it can we just have to like make it happen so whenever i see like friends having picnics or going to art galleries or whatever i just will do those things by myself and so i think the my most favorite way to romanticize like a moment is to like i don't want to say like i guess just add to it like if i'm outside I'll add like music or I'll add a like picnic basket or a picnic blanket or a book. Or if I'm in a grocery store, maybe I'll add just like slowing down or listening to a podcast. Um, I feel like that enhances the moment. And then also just like thinking about like what I want that experience to be. It also helps me like romanticize it, if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. I like how you were like in a movie when you see it, you think it's not going to happen, but you can actually go do it, you know? And I think that relates to a lot of things, like especially with social media, if I'm scrolling and I see something, I'm like, oh, that looks so fun. And then I take a second, I'm like, wait, I could actually go do that right now. Like I can do that. Or sometimes I'll be like laying in bed and like working from my computer. And then I go on social media and people are like at the beach or doing something. And I'm like, why did I waste my day? Like, I wish I was doing that. And then I'm like, wait, it's actually five. Like I could go get up and I could go do something. So I do think, exactly what you said just taking the extra step and like really almost pushing yourself because sometimes it is that extra energy that you have to put into something but you'll start to kind of realize okay well I like putting extra energy into maybe my recipes or maybe I like to save my energy for the recipes keep it simple but put the energy towards when I have a date with my boyfriend or girlfriend and I like put out all the cute things you know so you start to kind of realize where does my energy want to go and I love that. I feel like that is exactly what I think of with you because like, I just think of a picnic, you know what I mean? Like you're, you love the outdoors and you love like making the charcuterie and bringing your book and playing music, like you said. And I feel like that really does elevate your life. Like that is romanticizing your life, adding those little things on top of each other. Cause they do make a really big difference. Small, small things do. Yeah. And I Would feel you... like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go. go. <laughs> I feel like 
something else that's really helped me romanticize life is like doing things more often too because i think it's really easy to be like okay on a saturday i'm gonna have this like big fun day or whatever and it's gonna be like this whole experience or whatever and then that saturday happens and it doesn't come back around where you do that for like another six months so like yeah it's great that you did that on a saturday maybe by yourself or with friends but how often do you actually do that in regular like everyday life and so last fall and winter i really made it a point to like get outside every single day and it gets like very cold here like in the negatives because i live in the midwest and so that was very like difficult to do but i also knew that it would make me feel so much better when it would start to get like cold and gloomy and like you know everyone's getting the winter blues um so i've kind of taken that from winter and fall over into now as well and i feel like i try to do things during the week more than i do it almost on the weekends because weekends fill up and it's easy to be like okay on saturday i'm gonna like go have a bookstore date or i'm gonna like you know watch the sunset and i'm gonna paint or whatever and then by the time saturday comes you're so exhausted from the week that you're like i literally have no energy so i've tried to like add in doing all those things that we've talked about but just like doing it more frequently so it almost doesn't feel it doesn't feel like an event and it actually feels like my life if that makes sense like i'm not necessarily like looking forward to this one day because it's happening every yeah. day in a smaller scale so like yesterday i went out by the water and i was like okay i need to like eat lunch i haven't eaten yet it's like noon i've been working all day but i'm gonna like go out and i live like near a body of water it's like a man-made like it's very cute but um i've seen it <laughs> um i was like i'm just gonna like go out you know by the water and i walked over to a park that was like near us and sat on the dock i want to say it was like maybe 10 15 minutes and even if you don't live near like a body of water like you could walk to a park or just take a walk around your building or like sit in the glass grass outside of your building at work just for like 10 minutes i feel like it makes your life feel more like a movie and it helps you to romanticize it if it happens a lot versus if you're like waiting so that's one thing that's really helped me too yeah i feel like it's almost like your routine becomes treating yourself and i think that also helps with self-love because when you treat yourself or you do take the extra minute to go sit outside, you really do feel better and you feel like, okay, I put the energy into making myself feel good. And even if it's something random and maybe you go out there and it starts raining and it doesn't work out, like even the act of going and trying to better your mental health or physical health, whatever it is that you're going and doing that extra step for, it is relating to self-love. And I think that routines at least for me really does feel like self-love to me and it's a way that I have tapped into self-love because when I set up the habits and I put effort towards it it's almost just like showing myself hey I care about you I want you to feel good today and it's really that simple you know do you have any specific routines or habits or like lifestyle non-negotiables that you feel like you do every single day that either relate to self-love or just make you feel more productive or anything I think getting outside every day has been absolutely life-changing. It's not easy at all because, I mean, sometimes I'll look at my watch and I'll be like, oh my God, it's three o'clock. Like, I haven't even eaten yet. Like, you know, so it's not easy, but getting outside um, is like super, super important for me. And then my morning routine is also super important to me. Um, I started waking up at 5 a.m., and I started waking up at 5 a.m. to read, which is a very weird concept. And I wish... No, I love that. Thank you. I wish more people would encourage, like, 
others to not just wake up to be productive, but to like wake up to actually relax because the day gets so busy where sometimes you're just like, I haven't had a moment to do anything but like dishes, laundry, working and whatever. And so I was finding I wasn't getting enough time during the day, or at least I didn't feel like I was. And so I started waking up at 5 a.m. so I could have a couple hours to like read before work started. And then it turned into like, I'll read in the morning, but then sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go watch the sunrise and I'm gonna like paint. And so now it's like another added layer of like romanticizing my life and it just fits in. Granted, I do have to go to bed at like, I try to go to bed at like 9.30ish. Um, so it is kind of a trade-off, but the way that my days start off, it literally feels like I'm starting my day off the way like a movie character would by like watching the sunrise or like listening to a podcast while I'm outside. It just, those I things I think that. are non-negotiables for me. Yeah, wait, so every episode I have been starting to give kind of like a challenge and I feel like that's so perfect to set the challenge to wake up early but not do like the productive things, not like go work out or go do this and that. I mean, obviously... I can't say not to do that because I do feel like that is very good and like helpful, but like seriously wake up and do something that's just super relaxing, like maybe take a bath or go lay outside, lay out. I mean, early morning might not be very sunny, but you know, just do something like that. I'm going to try and do that this week because I definitely feel like I'm the type of person where it's like, if I'm going to wake up early, it's to get all this stuff done. But I do notice when I do that, I will hit a wall like earlier in the day. And then it's almost like, okay, well, maybe I should have just slept in a little bit longer so I had the energy. So maybe it is just because I need a balance to like relaxing. Cause normally I do like to have like a slow morning. I'm definitely not a morning person. Are you like, do you wake up first thing and you just jump out of bed? No, I'm like literally not a morning person at all. And it the morning thing started because my husband was like, you should wake up and like work out. He's like, you know, wakes up, works out. He works out six days a week. Like I work out four days a week. So I'm like pretty close, but like, you know, he's just like a morning-ish person or he's like very like mornings are important, which I also feel the same way. But I just literally could not get myself to wake up and like do things that are productive because I would just be so like, drained i didn't want to drag myself out of bed to do it um but there's something about waking up and like doing something you actually love to do like i feel like i get so excited to wake up the next morning and get out of bed because i'm doing something i like to do and i get to do it for hours before the workday starts um and i also give myself like permission and grace to go back to sleep if i want to so i don't like if I wake up at five and I'm like, uh, okay, I'm really tired. I want to go to bed at five, like go back to sleep and then wake up at five 30. I give myself permission to do that. So it doesn't feel like I'm being super strict with myself. And then that also allows it to like, feel more like a fun thing versus, um, something I have to do. So I don't know. Yeah. That's a good challenge. I like that. Yeah. It's so good too. I think when you set a goal of maybe waking up at five or for me, it would probably be around like seven or six and knowing that you don't have to be perfect. Like you can set a goal and not do the goal and still be making progress or still be taking a step forward because that to me is more of a gentle approach because if you do maybe force yourself to wake up every single day at that time, well, in a week you might burn yourself out because you know, it went from zero to a hundred. So I really yes. like that. You did mention in your non-negotiables that your morning routine is a non-negotiable. Is there like certain steps that you do, like making your coffee or are you like a matcha girl? What do you prefer to do in the morning? I actually stopped drinking coffee. Um, 
and so I don't drink coffee, but I do like making like an iced chai and I like like my matchas. Um, obviously like the, my favorite part is doing the hobbies that I like, but also I do like a little morning tidy, nothing like crazy, but like 15 minutes, it makes such a difference when I can wake up and my house smells like Clorox bleach versus like, you know, <laughs> old dinner from last night. So I try to do like a quick morning tidy, nothing that's going to make me feel again, like I'm, you know, having to do something super hard in the morning, but just like pick up the living room, you know, wipe down the counters in the kitchen, make sure the sink's clean, um, that kind of stuff. I feel like that makes my morning feel a lot better too. Yeah, I totally agree. I think having that clean space makes a way bigger difference than most of us realize and i noticed that too even i'm out of town right now so right before we left out of town we took five minutes and it's really surprising what you can get done in like five to ten minutes especially if you keep up with that maybe morning night morning night just that five little minute steps so i love that um well i thought we could end off on just like one final tip that you would give anybody listening if they are trying to have more of a positive mindset or romanticize their life anything that you kind of talked about today what would be kind of your final thoughts or that final tip that you want to give i think the biggest tip i want to give is like you don't have to do any of this stuff that we said or be anyone or do anything specific because like literally 10 20 years from now you'll probably be a different person than you are today so like don't feel this immense pressure to like take down all these notes and like be perfect now and whatever because whether you're 20 30 40 50 60 like we still have a lot of life left to live and i feel like old productive me at like 22 21 was like so obsessed with like being the perfect person at 21 and 22, because I felt like if I wasn't perfect then, then like in my thirties or forties, I like wouldn't be able to be that person. But I'm literally a completely different person in the best way than I was in my early twenties. And so I feel like that's like the best thing to leave off with because I just wish someone had told that to me when I was in my twenties. So yeah. I think that's the perfect note to end on, especially in episode where we are sharing exactly what we like to do to feel good. Like you and I are completely different and every single person listening is going to be completely different. And that is a good thing. And it's so important to remember that we're all going to have our own things and that's what makes us ourselves. So I love that so much. I feel like if you are listening still, you need to exit out, go follow her on every single page. We'll first shout out your podcast because she actually just started a podcast as well. And also share like your Instagram handle, your TikTok, anything where anyone can find you listening. Yeah, it's called Love You Most Pod on um, Instagram and on TikTok. That's where you can find me. And obviously on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Google Music, uh, Amazon Music. And then you can find me, Shaughnessy Schroeder, on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and obviously the podcast. Yes, I'm so excited. Thank you so much for coming on. It was such a good little chat. And we definitely need to do a part two because at this point I'm like, I wish you were my co-host because I just love everything that you say. Thank you. Yay. Okay. Bye guys. Bye.